Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Fake money, fake teachers, fake assets. In 1971, President Richard Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard, turning the U.S. dollar into fiat money, government money, fake money. In 2008, the world economy crashed when fake assets, fake mortgages, and fake financial experts led us down a path to ruin. Think about this. Why do schools choose not to teach us about money? Why are 78% of all Americans living paycheck to paycheck? Why are students staggering under a trillion dollars in student loan debt? Because a fake world makes the rich richer and the poor and middle class poorer, and that's exactly how the government wants it. The only way to protect yourself is to learn how to separate the real from the fake. Go to richdad.com to get your copy of Fake by Robert Kiyosaki and learn how to spot the manipulation of reality we live with every day. Don't get fooled again. Get your copy of Fake by Robert Kiyosaki at richdad.com. That's richdad.com. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And I'm sitting here with my sweetheart, Kim. And uh, we have a very important show for you today. First test question. What's the number one reason in America that people declare bankruptcy? You know, is it business failure? Is it losing a job? What's the number one? I think 80% of the people will go bust on this one subject. And that's our subject today. What is the number one reason most Americans will go bankrupt? They declare bankruptcy. It means they may, they may get hurt, but why do they declare bankruptcy? It's not a business failure. What's the answer, Kim? Medical costs. So just before they die, they get you one more time. I mean, you've been, you've been beaten up, you know, that screwed around, and at the last minute, just before you die, they gotta get that last bit, that last pound of flesh off of you. And so you're there, you know, you, you're working out, you're in your diet, and your health, but you have some disease hits you. And then your, your family looks at you and says, oh no, he's gonna die or she's gonna die. And everybody says, oh my God. And so they suck every last ounce of cash out of your estate, wallet, friends, families, and all that. And what we're talking today about is a very exciting subject, if you think it's exciting, but it's pretty depressing at times. It's called the drug industry. I'm not talking about cocaine and uh, you know the illegal drugs. Today we're talking about the biggest crooks of all, the biggest criminals on planet Earth possibly, is Big Pharma. The drug companies that control the whole industry of healthcare and medicine. It's all about drugs. So I always kind of crack up when they get all upset about you know some guy smoking a little dope. You know, why don't you go after the big crooks, the guys selling the drugs? 
So this is a very important show because if you don't want to declare bankruptcy at the last few days of your life, for the last 10 days, I'm going to charge you another $10,000 a day just to live another 10, 10 days. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what's happened in America. So today we have a very, very important person. Her name is Robin Fellman, and she is the author, Jay Goldberg, Distinguished Professor of Law and Director of the Center of Innovation at UC, University of California, Hastings College of Law in San Francisco, one of the most prestigious law schools in America. And her book is, her book is Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes, The Unstoppable Growth of Prescription Drug Prices. So we think we have a bunch of little, you know, criminal cartels like Escobar's running a little cocaine. Well, we got a, we got bigger crooks running. They're called CEOs. They're not called, I don't know, what the cartel guys. <laughs> so anyway, Robin, you know, thank you for coming to the Rich Dad Show and sharing what you know. But I want to warn people, you know, if, if you, like you say, Get your if you have a you have a bad heart, don't listen to this program. <laughs> so, Robin, th- welcome to the program. Welcome, Robin. And as an attorney, what the me. what the heck are you doing investigating drug cartels? I mean, drug pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> well, I, I wondered why the price of drugs kept escalating. Economically, it, it doesn't make any sense. So, I was determined to find out. And my book puts all the pieces together. What it explains are the secret deals and the intrigues and strategies of the, of the drug industry. And it is a, a sobering vision. As you mentioned, that the price of medicine has skyrocketed in this country. So even after rebates, Medicare spending for brand-name drugs still rose 62% between 2011 and 2015. I don't know about you all, but I'm not bringing home 62% more salary than I did five years ago. Right. Well, because you live in California, because if you made it, they take it anyway in taxes. (laughs) (laughs) And and Robin, your book is called Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes. What what do you mean secret handshakes? Uh, Well, among the biggest causes of high drug prices are the secret deals that pharmaceutical companies make with everybody up and down the distribution chain to maintain their monopolies. Um, these deals are, are protected more strongly than Fort Knox, and um, the drug companies essentially pay everyone along the way so that lower-priced drugs lose. Um, that, that's all it is. They're, they're simply sharing the monopoly rents they're making in exchange for agreements to disfavor cheaper drugs. So then... You can, and I get channeled and stuck with expensive medicine. Yeah, can you give, me a, give us an example of a secret handshake type deal? Okay, sure. So um, there is a lawsuit that was filed near the end of, uh, about a year ago. Um, and in this lawsuit, um, what they explained as a complaint was that a very, uh, it was Shire Pharmaceuticals as part of this lawsuit, and it was about the drug Restasis. So Shire sued Allergan, alleging that Allergan used um, uh, rebate bundle deals to protect its um, its share in the blockbuster dry eye medication Restasis. So Restasis so, was for words, dry eyes. It's Restasis for dry eyes, and and this should be a familiar one. This is one where where the company tried to transfer its patents to Indian tribes. So they couldn't be challenged because oh they were what? You know, presumably weak patents. Yes. So this if an Indian tribe has a patent, they can't get ever get challenged? That was the argument the oh Supreme Court knocked that down recently. But that's the kind of crazy antics that, that happen in this. 
So, um, so they had one of these, these secret deals in place. And according to a health plan administrator, given this scheme, the new cheaper drug could give its drug away for free and the numbers still wouldn't work. In other words, they could make the deal so attractive that there is no way a new generic or cheap entrance could ever get a foothold in the market. So, so, That's troubling. So there was a big push to bring generic drugs on the market. Is this what killed it or, or slowed it? Or I mean, because you don't hear much about generic drugs anymore. The FDA is approving um, an increasing number of generics, but it's not helping because the savings from generics are being swamped by the rise in drug prices for brand-name drugs. And it's not just the fancy new drugs coming on the market. Drug companies have raised their prices most steeply for drugs that already exist and for ordinary um, or widespread things like diabetes and arthritis um, and uh, asthma drugs. Um, In fact, about 80% of the um, rising profits for drug companies have come not from new R&D, not from uh, bringing new drugs on the market, not from increasing their sales, but just raising the price on the drugs that are already out there. And that's why you say that, in theory, drug prices should be coming down, because once they've recouped their R&D, their major expense is gone, and they should be passing on the savings to the consumer. But what you what you write about, you say they, they'll actually monitor they'll manipulate the patent to get a new patent to keep it on the high drug price list and keep raising prices and never passing it on to the consumer, you and me. That is exactly what's going on, and it's a, it's a perversion of the system that was created. So patents are supposed to last for a limited period of time. We want companies to have an incentive to go out there and innovate, to, to make a nice return, but after that... Um, the generics competitors should be able to enter the market and drive the prices down. But that's not what's happening. Yeah, and that's true. In- for those listening, that's, the, that's true capitalism. That's kind of what the Rich Dad Company stands for. We should be lowering prices, not increasing them, if we're a true capitalist con- company or country. But, you, but you know, another thing, Robin, because I work in the world of money and then education, the same thing should be true for my uh, – you know, financial education and education. But instead, prices for education keep going through the roof. That's because we're because it's all manipulated right now. So we're talking, that's kind of my beef here. But with well, drugs, let me, let, let me mm-hmm. say it again, that mm-hmm. 80% of the bankruptcies are due to drugs. I mean, not illegal drugs, it's that you can't afford to live. I mean, any comments, Kim? Well, the, and, and Robin, this is a question: is is the the companies know that people can't afford to get these drugs, yet that doesn't seem to have any priority at all in their thinking. These are profit-making companies, and we that's really it. can't. Yeah, we can't expect them to act against their own self-interest. Um, you, you know, imagine if a drug company executive or CEO came before the board and said, "I'm going to lower prices on our drugs and reduce our profits because it's the right thing to do." And that CEO would be out the following week. Um, we we have to be able to um, find ways to change the incentives and to change our own behaviors as consumers um, to to get a better result. We 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 can't expect profit making drug companies to to step up and save us here to, to do the right thing. And everybody's at risk because 
like I said, most of your money will be gone before you die. They, they get you coming and they get you going. They get you during your working days. So anyway, this is a big thing. And you know what really bugs me, Robin, is all of these guys say, well, you should vote. Well, you should call your congressman, you know, and get this thing changed. You gotta be joking. You gonna call your congressman who was on the take? They're not gonna change this. So, you know, that's why, you know, he's not the most popular guy on earth, but Donald Trump and I have been friends for years. And he, when he talks about the swamp or all these lobbyists out there who are paying off our congressmen, senators, congressmen, politicians, all over, doctors and all this, and your vote will not count. And, you know, writing your congressman, they're going to laugh at you. So that's what Donald Trump calls a swamp. And he says this is a disgrace how we treat our own people with drugs. I mean, legal and illegal. Any comments on, you know, how the lobbyists work to keep the congressmen on their side or the doctors on their side? We have a serious problem with lobbying in Washington right now. And, and it's playing out in all the pharmaceutical legislation. In, in 2017, the pharmaceutical industry spent $280 million lobbying in Congress. Forget lobbying all the federal agencies and the White House and all the states. $280 million just in Congress. And they had um, 800 lobbyists. That, that's more than one and a half lobbyists per member of Congress. It's not surprising that we aren't seeing real solutions coming out of of Washington. It's, it's a serious problem. So that's some of the secret handshakes that got done. You support our you support our industry, the big pharma, and we'll make sure you get your you stay elected and you get your things that you want done. Is and that exactly basically? Right. And, and I do, yeah. And I do want to say that um, you know the pharma industry is ecumenical. They they support both parties in Congress, the sure. Republicans and the Democrats. And in fact, the the um, flow of money has been a little larger to the Republican side in recent years, but that's just, that just reflects the balance of power in Congress. Um, everybody is taking money from the pharmaceutical industry, and one has to be wary of friends with money. And, and Robin, is this, is this just an American problem? The problem in this country is so much greater than the problem in other countries. For a variety of reasons, we have gotten ourselves in a position where the United States is subsidizing the drug prices in other countries. So it's very easy um, for drug companies to yield to the pressure of governments in Europe or governments in Canada that have coordinated uh, negotiation. It's easy for them to yield when they know that they're able to make much of their profits in the United States. Wow. Once again, we're talking to Robin Feldman. Her book is Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes. This is a very important uh, book because as I introduce this program, 80% of all bankruptcies are due to medical costs. And like I say, they get you when you're born, they get you when you're working, and they get you just before you die. And I just want to add to that, you know, the, the, for the women, for the women, women typically outlive the men. And what happens for a lot of women is he gets ill, they go through all their money and all their insurance, and by the time she needs it, there's nothing there for her. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is what the Rich Dad Radio Show is about. You know, our job, we don't sell drugs, obviously, legal or illegal. <laughs> no, they would, neither do we sell those stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. Because they're just as they're just as corrupt. They're another as, form of drug. <laughs> they're, they're just as they're they're big 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 corporations, big C. When we come up, we're going to find out what you can do to protect yourselves. But please don't say, "I'm going to write my congressman" or "I'm going to vote." It is not going to do you any good. And if you say, "Well, I'm healthy today," sports fans, you know, unless you die in a fiery car wreck, you'll probably get you'll need drugs the older you get. So when we come back, we'll find out what you can do to protect yourself now, not later, because I seriously, and then, and that's why Donald Trump is so hated, is because he's trying to clean up the swamp, which is all these pharmaceutical companies, and not only him, the, mil- the defense industries and all these guys who are paying off your congressmen to keep the American public in the dark. So when we come back, we find out what you can do as an individual rather than vote or write your congressman. Find out more how you can protect yourself from what's going to eventually happen to all of us. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate, and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. What is your number one expense in life? Your number one expense. It's taxes. And I've asked the question is, how come there's no financial education in school, but why isn't there education on taxes either? You know, they tell you to save money, which is stupid. They tell you to invest in the stock market, which is stupid. But what they teach you about taxes. So here we have Rich Dad Advisor, Tom Wheelwright. We're talking about his revision for his book, Tax-Free Wealth. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Robert. So what's the tax-free wealth about? What what's different this time? It's a revised edition. Well, so what we did was is we ha- this is the first major tax reform we've had in 30 years, 2017. Right. Was 86 was the last one. 86 was the last one back right. when I was in Washington D.C. So many guys got wiped out because of that tax change. <laughs> they did. They yeah. did. It wiped out an entire industry, savings and loans. This new tax law is just as big, but in a very different way. It affects different industries. You know, the tax law is always a series of incentives. And the question is always which incentives and which ones apply to me. And so the, the key to revising tax-free wealth was what is it, what changed so much in this new tax law that we can absolutely take advantage of the, I mean, seriously, the amazing incentives. For example, I mean, the bonus depreciation, for example, for real estate is unbelievable. You buy a a million dollar apartment, get a $300,000 reduction or more the very first year. So if you want to make more money and pay less taxes like Donald Trump and myself, get Tom's book, Tax-Free Wealth. It pays to listen. 
Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them because we're an education company. We don't sell uh, products or advice. We're an education company. So you listen to this program again. You'll learn twice as much. And most importantly, share with friends, family, and business associates because and discuss it because that's when your learning will really increase. So what we're talking today to is Robin Feldman, Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes is her latest book. She is... Uh, Distinguished Professor of Law and Director of the Center for Innovation at U- University of California at Hastings College, very prof- very prestigious law school. So we're talking about what you what can you do, and, and it just makes me nauseous. People say, "Well, write your congressman." Well, they're on the take too. Another question we're going to ask is, "What can you do?" Is what about crossing the border? Like this is what Americans do. We're an international program. But I have friends who drive from Montana through Yuma, Arizona to stock up on a year's supply of drugs, and then they drive all the way back to Montana because the price is so high. And I ask them, why don't you go to Canada? Because Canada's like 10 minutes away. But they must like Mexico or something. But you know, they're not stupid, but that's what they're doing. So first question, Robin, what about crossing the border? Why, is it, why are drugs, especially in America, why are drugs right across the border, either Canada or Mexico, so much less expensive that my friend will drive from Montana to Mexico? So part of the problem is that uh, in other countries, in Europe, in Canada, many other countries have different types of systems for negotiating with drug companies, for purchasing, for approving, and those systems end up with lower prices, which is easy to do because uh, it's a lot easier to do when drug companies know that they're going to make their major profit in the United States. We're we're subsidizing all this. So people are indeed going to other countries to, to look for drugs. When you say we're subsidizing, they're subsidizing pharma in other countries? So the lower price in other countries happens in part because drug companies can make lots and lots of profit in the United States. So if you're making much of your profit in the United States, you can afford to sell a drug at a much cheaper cost somewhere else. That's what I mean when I say subsidizing the cheaper prices. For, For people who are going to other countries, they do have to be careful. Um, the FDA is very good at, um, at monitoring safety and quality control in this country. And when you buy somewhere else, whatever country it is, you want to make sure that you are actually getting the same drug from the same company and the same type of manufacturer and distributor. Um, is there, there a way to determine are, that? So you, you can try to figure out where the drug was made. You can, you can look at where the drug was made and what company it's coming from. Um, but you, have, you want to be an intelligent consumer. If you're going to go somewhere outside the United States and try to buy the drug yourself, you've got to think about um, do you trust the source that it's, that it's coming from and are you going to take the time to make sure that what you're getting is the same. Because well, The same thing happens mm-hmm. in the States, though, because there's, there's a lot of fake drugs floating around here, too. You, know, you do. You always have to be an informed consumer right. and make sure that you're that you're not getting a knockoff and that what you're getting is right. Because the big drug companies are selling exactly the same drug from exactly the same factory in other countries at a cheaper price. You just want to make sure that's the thing you're getting. Right. Is it is it legal to let's say I want to start up a business and bring in prescription drugs from Canada and from Mexico because they're cheaper and I'm going to sell them at a cheaper price? Is that legal? 
So the, the FDA regulates the sale of drugs in this country, including drugs imported from other countries. Uh, and to do that, you have to have FDA approval. The FDA has the power to approve uh, companies doing that and has the power to approve, for example, state governments buying from other places, but so far they aren't exercising that power. We have a pathway um, that one can apply for that permission, but so far the FDA is not granting it. So the other, the other question is, you know, you, a lot of the doctors are also on the uh, handout through rebate, rebates and stuff like that. So the doctors, you know, the, this whole thing about opioids, a lot of them are pushing opioids into the marketplace. But they also do that for prescription drugs too, don't they? Yeah, it, this, is, this is a problem. When you buy a drug directly from your doctor or from your hospital, that um, doctor, uh, and, and I'm talking about vaccines or, or uh, infusions or anything else that a doctor says, here, I'll sell it to you right here. The doctor is charging you the higher list price now, sometime later in the year, the drug company is going to send a nice, shiny rebate check to the doctor. You'll be long gone. doctor doesn't know in advance what the rebate check is going to be, so you're certainly not going to get any benefit from that. So you're, you're paying an elevated price, and that elevated price is going into the pocket of the, of the doctor. So one of the first things an intelligent consumer can do is don't buy directly from a doctor or a hospital or anywhere without checking around in prices. And there, there are sites that you can do that. There's a site called GoodRx, which will tell you what the prices are in different places. You can take time to pick up the phone and call different pharmacies and, and, and try to figure out um, what, what it will cost you to buy the drug. Sometimes even buying it through your insurance isn't cheaper. Sometimes paying the cash price is cheaper than going through your insurance because your insurance is trying to drive you into higher-priced drugs at some times because they're uh, indirectly getting these shiny rebate checks and, and uh, payments from the pharma companies. So, is there, so a site, just, yeah. mm-hmm. is there a site that lets you know, you know, you have XYZ brand name drug and then you have generic drug. Is there a website that actually evaluates that these, these generics are the same as the, the high price spread, you know? So the, the best site I've found out there is called GoodRx.com, but what you're talking about is something that I would really love to see. I, I'm old enough to remember before you picked up everything in the grocery store and it had that nice um, nutrition label on it that says, you know, all the information that's the same for everything. We should have that kind of, a, of an information system for every drug out there. Every consumer should be able to stand at the pharmacy or stand at the computer or in the doctor's office and pull up a label that says, here's what the brand drug, here are some other cheaper alternatives, Um, here's what it's going to cost you on your insurance, here's what it's going to cost you cash price, now go decide what you want to do. So who would do that? I mean, is there any incentive for somebody to do that? That's the interesting question. So obviously... The easiest way to do it would be if the government got around to mandating it. Kind of tough to see the government doing that, giving the the lobbying pressure. Sometimes you can find um, uh, nonprofits, research organizations, private private folks who are willing to put some time into doing this um, if you can get it off the ground. What can an individual do? Like for Kim and I do a lot of preventative 
work. You know, we we're, we do we're naturopath. Proactive. We're we're getting our vitamin drips every week. We're doing all of that to stay healthy. Of course, none of that is covered by insurance. Well, what can what can another person do to? I don't I don't answer to stay healthy because it comes a day when, you know, the whole body just kind of gives out. But is there anything a person can do to prepare for the day when you need those high-priced drugs? So I'd say three things. The first is what I suggested, shop around. The second is do remember that the drug companies don't make any money if you're not using their drugs. So it's worth spending some time figuring out those things that can keep you healthy and that don't require you to use expensive pharmaceuticals. Very often those pharmaceutical products, those drugs, don't have a huge effect um, think about whether it's something you need and that really that really helps you. When it does, you need it, go get it. If it doesn't, um, think about the alternatives. And finally, don't fall for advertising, particularly advertising that says, tell your doctor to spend as written or tell your doctor to that write you need no this. generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're an intelligent consumer. Protect your own health and protect your own pocketbook. If I go to a doctor and he prescribes or she prescribes a certain commercial drug can I ask if I, if I ask the question well is there a generic drug that will do the as good a job are they going to give me the straight answer you can ask your doctor that question in many cases you can ask your pharmacist that question and particularly small independent pharmacists have an incentive to to you know a much much more likely to to give you an answer to educate um, the customer yeah. The doctor, up, up until now, doctors haven't had to think about this pricing. Yeah. They responded to the advertising and they gave you the latest, the greatest, the shiniest that was out there. But I think they're becoming sensitized. Well, Ask we, the question. And we have a, a friend who's a, a cardiologist and uh, he's over, he's just so upset because now the insurance companies have gotten into big pharma and they're all in collusion and he can't even prescribe the drugs that he knows would work best because they're not covered under the insurance so even is so is big pharma now dictating to insurance companies what they can and cannot cover? Yes, and a lot of that to the middle players who are setting the setting the reimbursement rates for the insurance companies who are their clients on the one hand, and then they're pocketing a lot of money from the drug who, companies who are the middle, on the other. Who are the middle players? So the middle players are these folks called PBMs, pharmacy benefit managers. They're supposed to work for the insurance companies, uh, the health plans. They're supposed to be working on behalf of you and me, but actually they have lots and lots of deals with the pharmaceutical companies that are kept completely secret, and they pocket a lot of money from the drug companies, and surprise, surprise, they channel people into more expensive drugs and um, block the cheaper drugs from, from getting much reimbursement and getting out of the formulary. Well, Robin, again, you know, Robin Feldman's book, F-E-L-D-M-A-N, Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes. The other books are Drug Wars, How Big Pharma Raises Prices and Keeps Generics Off the Market, and um, Rethinking Patent Law, which is our, our readership market is pretty narrow on that one, Robin. <laughs> we, <laughs> well, have a, we have, we have a couple of patents, and, but, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a big subject for many people. And your website yeah. is innovation.uchastings.edu. 
So uh, I really thank you for your contribution and waking people yeah, up. Yeah, thank you, Robin. Thank you. Really appreciate thank you for this. Thanks for all the, your research and your work. Brilliant. Looking forward to kind of looking kind of looking forward to reading the book, but I know it's going to disturb me. So <laughs> <laughs> thank but, you very uh, much. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. Great work. And we come back with one of the most popular part of our program, which is Ask Robert. You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Financial freedom begins with financial education. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them for one reason, is we're an education company with nothing to sell or promote. Listen to this program again. You'll, you'll pick up even twice as much as you just did. This is a very important subject of what happens, what's going to happen to most people who declare bankruptcy as health, not wealth. So the, the health just sucks it right. They get you when you just before you die. They get everything. So that's why go to the Rich Dad Radio Show, have your friends, family, and business partners listen to it because health, but more the cost of health is gonna keep going up the older you get. So that's why a kind of Obamacare didn't work in America because they wanted to tax the healthy to pay for the unhealthy. And the, and the young, the healthy said, hell no, it's not gonna work. But the unhealthy got happy about it with all this other stuff. That's a very big subject. Any comments, Kim? Oh, it's just a very big problem. And, uh, you know, I mean, what's the solution is, I don't know what the solution is. You you, you got to stay healthy. <laughs> and, and, and as you said, at some point, you're going to need probably drugs. Um, so I don't know. You just you got to be proactive in, in some regards. You just got to take care of you. I don't know how you do that with this with this problem. It's one of the reasons we live close to Mexico. We can get them cheaper across the border. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, but my friend drives from Montana. I can see Canada from his house, but he'll drive to Mexico to get his drugs. I don't know why. I should have asked him. I'll see him. I'll see him in a few months. But it's such a big problem because it's a huge part of your budget. The older you get. So once again, I want to thank uh, Robin Feldman, F-E-L-D-M-A-N, and she's a professor of law at UC Hastings, San Francisco. And her books is, her latest book is Drugs, Money, and Secret Handshakes, The Unstoppable Growth of Prescription Drug Prices. So you can submit your questions to ask Robert at richdadradio.com. So what's the first question, Melissa? Our first question today comes from Jessica in Scottsdale, Arizona. 
favorite book, Rich Woman. Oh, Jessica. What a wonderful woman. She lives in Scottsdale. She's very smart. No, I've got to go. I got to go check her out. That's right. She says, Robert and Kim, I agree with you when you say your wealth is nothing without your health. I practice yoga and meditation in my morning routine. My question is, what other things do the two of you do in order to stay healthy? Well, one thing is make more money because it costs a lot of money to go outside the outside the system. And then after you make that money, don't go and piss it away shopping. I mean, you know, Kim and I spend our money a lot on preventative health care, right? A lot of preventative health care. We've Lots. got naturopath. I mean, when we're in town every week, we are at the naturopath. We're getting vitamin drips. We're getting ozone. We're, we're doing all sorts of things to make to exercise. Exer- exercise is huge. I Diet. Mean, all of it. So it's, it's, it's what we do every single day, but it costs money. Like this afternoon, this woman, she's a doctor, she's coming over and she's doing this special, I hate the, she hates the term massage, but she has a special process to help move body fluids inside my body around, you know what I mean, just keep it moving. But it's 250 bucks an hour, and I choke at that price. But if I don't pay it, what am I saying about you know my health's not that my my health's not worth two hundred fifty bucks an hour, and some of these drips are one hundred and fifty dollars you know just for thirty minute drips. So and I'm also I don't do pop diets a pop diet like the keto diet now and then they had the other diet now and all that is our our doctor is Dr. Radical Pollen he wrote the book called what's called Second Opinion the Second Opinion by Dr. Radha Gopadhan, he's a heart transplant specialist, and his fiance is Nicole, and I go to see her once a week, and she prescribes the vitamins for me, and supplements. So it's not just this pop, well, I'm doing on this keto diet, I'm losing a couple of, couple of weights. It's not just diet and exercise, it is more health. Well, so meditation all- is a big part of it, and reading you know, it's more spiritually enriching books helps because you keep the stress down. Yeah, I was going to add to that the, the spiritual books, you know, like The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, um, Miracle Morning. Untethered Soul. It, it's it, it's because it, it gets me more present. It does relieve the stress because I figure I, I'm watching my mind a lot and the ego and how the ego plays into it. So all of that is part of our our health process. And one of my best friends, he's a health fanatic, he says, I just don't watch TV because it just stirs up. I don't watch the news. (laughs) I do not watch the news. So I I, I took that one to heart because I I like to watch TV. But I don't watch the news. I watch really good educational programs on TV like Jerry Springer. (laughs) So I watch those programs. But hey, laughter is a very, very very important part of health because if you don't laugh, you're going to die anyway. So you may as well keep laughing, you know, because the human condition or like all this that Robin Feldman's writing about drugs, money, and secret handshakes, if you can't trust your own doctor because your doctor's on the take, we're in serious trouble right now. And now they only spend 11 minutes with you because they don't have time because they've got to be churning and burning you in 11 minutes. That's what they got. But And I think, you know, one of the best pieces of advice I think Robin gave into how you can take control is your pharmacist. Because we just assume that when the doctor writes this prescription, then that's what we got to take. But if you go to the pharmacist, he or she could possibly say, well, instead you could do a less expensive less expensive drug or a generic drug, and it's just as good. Um, so you really do have to be aware and take, take control of your own health. So health is more, more important than wealth. But if you don't have wealth, you can't care for your health because it's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It is F. 
expensive. And once, and you have a precondition, con, you know, all that stuff they talk about, you know, like I, I have, I got multiple risks. I have, my mother had cancer and she, had, no, my father had cancer. My mother had heart, heart failure. So I'm a two time loser sitting out there. So this, you know, so certain things diet, exercise cannot take care of. So financially, just be prepared. I think that's the biggest question, biggest state, biggest proactive thing you can do. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Gavin in San Diego. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It says, what do you see as a way to protect ourselves or shore up a way to prevent being wiped out financially through a medical event? Having insurance only gets you so far, and I don't want to face financial ruin should something unexpected happen. That's a very important question, and Kim and I, you know, we the way we handle it is just make more money. I hate to be so flippant about it, but we have more every every year. We increase our cash flow, not our income. We increase our cash flow, so we're always either starting new companies or buying more income-producing properties. So our cash flow, whether we work or not, keeps increasing. And then we have insurance, right? So, That's right. So if something hits us, the cash flow will keep coming because we have these apartment houses, we have other properties, and that income just keeps coming in. Whether because you know, a house gets sick, you can call a contractor. But you get sick, you gotta call doctors and pharmaceutical companies and all this. So that's why we have the Rich Dad Radio Show and we have our cash flow games and we write our books and you know, we keep encouraging people to take your money seriously because most people don't. I mean, they don't worry about money until it's too late. You know, and, and along the same lines, you know, when we talk about cash flow, a lot of people don't even know there's other options out there other than working hard and, get, you know, getting a job, working hard, investing in a 401k. They don't know there's other options. Same thing with healthcare is a lot of people don't know there's other options. They go to a doctor and the doctor says, this is what you this is the drug you need. Well, there's other options out there. And we always are looking for alternatives to the chemical drugs and big pharma. So that's why we seek out experts and we yeah. seek out kind of magicians, you know, medical magicians, I call them, um, who can so do- Look, our, our doctor, Radical Pollen's book is called A Second Opinion. He is, he is also an acupuncturist, so he's more into the health side. Mm -hmm. And he says medicine has become wealth care, not health care. So if you understand, it's the same as your 401ks and IRAs and all that. In my book, Fake, I write about this. Those are fake assets. Your, the money you ship to Wall Street has only one purpose, to make Wall Street richer, not you. So that's why we have the Rich Dad Company. You, you think... You know, we're, we're expecting a major, major, major correction. How do I know? Because this major correction is every 10 or so years. It's no big deal. And if you get wiped out, do you think, you think the big wealth companies are gonna get wiped out? No, they, get, they just make more money because you're gonna be silly enough to send them more money next year too. So that's really why we have rich dad company. You know, your house is not an asset. Savers are losers. Don't work for money because money is toxic. So that's my latest book, Fake Money, Fake Teachers, Fake Assets, and our biggest, and we have fake doctors and we have fake teachers right now. So it's just a matter of being aware and make your own decision, but also blindly. My friend uh, John McGregor is a financial planner. He's, it makes him sick. These people walk into these financial planning houses and they're, they're like the doctor. They're saying, I, I, I recommend this mutual fund and that ETF, but send your money to me. And those financial planners, they're just as criminal as the doctors because it's all self 
interest. It's what's in it for moi, not what's in it for you. So once again, thank you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show. And Ask Robert, you can send your questions to Ask Robert at richdadradio.com. Thank you, Robin Fellman, and thank you all for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.